0: If we're going to have an economy that's just and equitable that really includes the assets and, and the talents that everybody has to offer, we need to do things differently, and I think I'm the candidate to do that.
1: Well, that's Rhode Island's Secretary of State, Nellie Gerbea. She's with me this morning. She wants to be the governor. Well, last time we had you, that was beautiful weather out there, it Madam was, Secretary. It was.
0: But I'm glad to be in, in-house here with you and all the staff.
1: You're one of our rare in-house guests yes. since we were getting over the pandemic. Hey, speaking of the pandemic, how do you think uh, uh, Governor Amundo and uh, Governor McKee are doing with that?
0: You know, I think that um, in many ways, Governor Raimondo did a, a really Herculean job, yeah. particularly in the context that we had a federal government that honestly kind of left the states to do it on their own. Uh, so I do think that she did an amazing job. And then the Biden administration came in and thank goodness for that because it kind of normalized and federalized right. a lot of assistance. And I think that's how, you know, thanks to the to the good men and women in our, in our troops and, and the National Guard and a lot of the people uh, in, in our Department of Health, we were able to get a lot of people vaccinated. Do so. you want
1: to give Governor McKee any credit? He said, oh, i have getting more people vaccinated and things are running just smoothly under me.
0: Well, I think that he has to also take, acknowledge the fact that there was a good infrastructure that was left by Governor Raimondo right. as well as the federal government really stepped in right. to make sure that the vaccines were available.
1: Should we acknowledge that President Trump was the one who developed the vaccines and pushed for that in into the science, y- but he got the money going. Mm-hmm. He certainly got them fast.
0: Certainly we had, yes, and, and, and I I think that the federal government actually did a lot in in other areas as well
1: okay Uh, let's move we just did a rundown of all the all the issues this week alone let's get to the budget so it seems to me the house wants to spend almost two billion dollars more than the governor asked for is that wise
0: you know it's 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 a time at which our economy is coming out of a really difficult stage and that is exactly when you want to invest Um, and so it's about spending but also how effectively it's used and so we'll have to see now the governor gets to prove
1: that he can do that effectively. I remember I had the Senate President Ruggiero on a couple of shows ago and they said well we want to sock away some of it. Uh, Should we be socking away more of it so that we we, can avoid cuts the next time around? We can
0: absolutely and I think that there's a balancing act here in terms of making sure that you don't go out and spend it all without a lot of thought processes Uh, but yeah so we should save some of it but but I do believe that Making a major investment in our in our economy right now is
1: is a good thing to do. So you're good with Speaker Sakaki's stewardship of this, yes, and the 13.1 that this accounts for. Yeah. All right, the Governor McKee wants to tax the PPP money. Mm. Now there's a compromise. He said, okay, now mm. it's anything over 250,000 yeah. and only if your, your company profited mm-hmm. would you pay the tax on the PPP money. As far as I know, we're still the first state to do that, go after that PPP money, which, is, which was essentially a forgiven loan. Is he right to do that?
0: Yeah, I, I didn't like Governor McKee going uh, forward with that proposal, in part because I honestly think that it just wasn't fair. Yeah. You need to tell people ahead of time what's going on and what you're going to do. And I think communication of government is what's really key for people to trust government. Right. Um, so I, it's not something that I would have gone with. Um, I think the Speaker Shikarchi um, did a good job of tempering it right. somewhat, but but it wasn't uh, where I would have gone.
1: All right, so you can't really criticize Governor McKee and then say, so, well, Shikarchi's okay with it because they both well, signed off no, on it. No,
0: I know, right? I know, but but but
1: there was a, a give
0: and take to, yeah. to, to, to sort of make it, you know, sort of a little so bit if So your
1: governor, you wouldn't go with that? It wouldn't
0: have been a uh, move that I would have gone with, no. Okay.
1: Um, uh, No action on legalizing marijuana. Mm. Why not? Look at us. We're the the (gasps) sourdough in the middle. Connecticut, yes. Massachusetts, yes. You could drive from Boston all the way to Washington now, pretty much, Yeah. without us.
0: It's a tough, tough issue, and I think we need to make sure that we get it right, Um, and, and one in which, you know, I think that in addition to looking at what other states are doing we have to see the consequences right
1: yeah.
0: um you know i think that the proposals to make sure that there's equity in terms of the people who have been convicted of marijuana related crimes is something that absolutely has to be included. We, okay. You can't you can't make it open for everybody now and then have people in jail or having suffering the consequences.
1: Well, that's of, something we could yeah, deal criminalization. with. Uh, but but the larger issue, yeah. like, do you support legalizing recreational I, marijuana I, in Rhode Island? Because I it comes with problems point, too.
0: Yeah, I know, I know, I know. At this point, I, I think, you know, given how far yeah. you know, it it's been, it's been developed, yeah, as a mom, am I concerned about the legalization of marijuana recreationally? Absolutely. Hmm. So it's not one where I'm going to rush forward and say, like, oh yeah, let's run through, you know, and, and, and not look at the experiences that other states are having.
1: It seems to me that that'll be done before you, are sworn in. We'll Should you prevail, yeah. that's going to be a, a done issue. Do you support continuing with the car tax phase out? That was Speaker Mattiello's baby. Nobody likes it, and there's money to continue mm. with that.
0: No, again, I think that that continuing to phase it out is a good thing. It's it's a it's a pretty regressive kind of measure. Right. So um, I do believe that that we need to be looking at how do we use the existing monies more effectively. And and that's what I've done at the Department of State. People love my office. I I get business owners that say that they love my office, the website, the people. And I say, you know, same-state employees that you have, 10, 15, 20, 30-year employees, but they now are working under different leadership that says you have to be working for the people.
1: I understand you have grocery clerks chasing you down saying they love your office. They,
0: actually, it has happened. Now,
1: you took a little ribbing on that because I I, I do the radio in the morning, too, and uh, said, well, that's, come on. grocery clerks chasing nelly down saying i like your website for small business and i like what you did with voting and you really should run for governor did some consultant give you that idea
0: nope it actually happens to when me it happens? with regular with regular employees at the market near my house. I don't want to, you know, I have to talk to the corporate <laughs> or no. I don't want to get anybody in trouble because they're talking politics on the job. But yeah, but it really um, it happens to me, and it's and it's one of the things that I'm excited about my candidacy. I have people every single day, regular Rhode Islanders, saying they love the work we're doing at the Department of State, and and they're excited about me becoming governor and doing it on a larger landscape.
1: Okay, you know, coming from the Secretary of State's office, I mean. Is there a lot to run on? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's it's kind of an office that most Rhode Islanders don't really pay attention to. Most most Rhode Islanders don't have corporations <laughs> legalized, and most Rhode Islanders go to the polls and they don't think about you. They think about voting. So go ahead. You have. I know you have to yeah. sell yourself no, as but, the Secretary of State, but you know how no, do you how would, do you spin
0: that? I would actually say quite the contrary that a lot of people have told me, "Well, I didn't know that the Secretary of State did so many things." I mean, oh. just today we're opening exhibits. At the State Archives Uh, from 10 to 2 p.m. you can go to the State Archives Fridays at the Archives and you can see you know really important pieces of Rhode Island history so anybody wants to take their kids or or is just interested in it they can do that we've um, done things like make it easier for businesses to start and thrive Mm -hmm. Uh, redone you know reduce the number of forms that we had to fill out as businesses Uh, all sorts of things that really make a difference in people's lives and this Past election. Come on, like that didn't just happen. That was a lot of hard work every single year that I was secretary of state working with the State Board of Elections and the local boards of canvassers to make sure that by the time that we got to the 2020 election and the pandemic, people could vote safely and securely.
1: Okay, you know, some people might say, well, transformed, I think, uh, Secretary of State then Langevin. He was the Mm -hmm. one who brought the electronic voting machines. Uh, and the cleanup of the voter rolls—that's still continuing under your watch, right? That has greatly improved under my watch. Actually,
0: we've been doing that every single year, very systematically, yeah. very methodically, uh, and and it's what's going to make the difference in terms of having the cleanest voter rolls, you know, possible.
1: But do you want credit for transforming the Secretary of State's office? Uh, absolutely, All and right. I
0: think that's well. And, I, and it's not just what I want; it's what yeah. regular Rhode Islanders tell me on the street.
1: All right, I'm going to save everything with the school state takeover, oh, yeah. uh, the Providence. The state takeover of the providence schools let's do that next uh, next segment because we got a lot to talk about there but let's work our way through some state agencies uh, buddha uh, the hospitals the state hospitals ms dcyf mess. Uh, let's continue
0: yeah no it is it's been really really challenging and i guess to me it it speaks to needing leadership that will come in and reinvent government that where you're taking you know looking at what the agency employees are telling you what the, what the clients, what the customers are telling you, and right. from there crafting it. You don't need outside consultants to tell you a lot of these things.
1: Was the, was the state hospital uh, crisis, is that a failure with the RaMondo administration? I can't pin that on Governor McKee. I, I,
0: don't, here six I, I, think, I think that it's a long, like, like many issues in public policy, yeah. it's not just one administration, it's been a long-standing problem. I would think RaMondo
1: had plenty of time yeah. to fix that. And certainly with DCYF too, that's yeah. another mess. Yeah. That thing hasn't been fixed since I came to Rhode Island 30 years ago. Again, will you fix it? I I, ab- I will absolutely improve the way
0: government is running in all of the different agencies. It's, it's what my background is. My background is in public policy,
1: and public administration. What kind of Democrat are you? Are you a progressive Democrat? Because you have some people very far to the left in your party.
0: Yeah. I, am, I am a Democrat that believes that government should work for people. Okay. Um, and I'm pragmatic. And I, and I like bringing in people uh, from all sorts of backgrounds together to help craft a solution. That's, you know, the best solutions are when you have a diversity of perspectives, backgrounds, and, and ideas around the policy-making table. Mm-hmm. It takes a little bit longer. People are not, you know, uh, it's it's not this, like, you know, big happy, happy, happy moment. But the solutions that come out are much stronger and better for the the, the people in the long term.
1: You may be running against what? Treasurer Magazine, certainly uh, Governor McKee wants another shot at it. Any other names out there I haven't heard about that you may know?
0: No, I don't I don't know of any others, actually. No? So you,
1: there's nobody floating in the round. Oh, I heard this person? No, no. Nothing like that. No. All right, so are you a progressive?
0: You know, I believe The pragmatic that, is not, we don't no, put no. the PR. So I know, what so what is progressive? Right. I hate labels. Uh, you know, do I believe that government can be better yeah. than what it is now? Absolutely. Do, can it be in a... You know, and does that change mean that that you're progressive? I don't know. Um, But I do believe that, that we can do a lot more to make sure that government is working for regular Rhode Islanders.
1: Okay, so you're not far left. Would you call know. yourself a centrist? Know.
0: So it depends. If you're if you're on one extreme or the other, I, I don't... It, beauty well, is in
1: the eye of the beholder. You're de- if, you're de- <laughs> if you're for defunding the police, you're far left. Uh-huh. If you're not, you're going to be a centrist Democrat. You're not for defunding the police.
0: No, no I hate that term, actually. Right.
1: So the people who are would be far left. So yeah. now we know where the marker is. Yeah. So are you... I,
0: but I believe in bringing together people to make sure that, you know... In in this case, it would be the state police, because municipal police are are under municipal control, but but that we have um, the kind of resources and support services to the state police that enables them to do the best job that they can.
1: Okay. Let's hold it there, and we're gonna talk about the takeover of the Providence schools, plus a little bit of the hospital Mm -hmm. merger, and let's talk a little more about policing, because that would be on the Mm -hmm. governor's plate, should Mm -hmm. you prevail. Nellie Gerbea. She's in campaign mode. I don't want to be in campaign mode. I want to be working for the people in the state of Rhode Island right now and putting that effort in. Look at that, Madam Secretary. <laughs> you're, that's why you're with me. You're in campaign mode. That's what the governor said.
0: Yeah. Well, that wasn't nice. No, it, it is what it is.
1: And you swore him in, too. Yeah. Yeah. So well, go ahead and respond to that. He says no, you're in campaign I mean, mode. You're very uh, early.
0: I, I, I am. I believe in being honest with people, and <laughs> I think that raising money uh, without being forthright about the fact that if you're term-limited, what are you... Re- raising money for, um, I think you have to be honest with people and say, yeah, no, I am. I actually think I can do a better job than the other people that are being floated.
1: Yeah. So let's go forward. Do you think you're at a disadvantage? Because Treasury Magazine, he's got a ton of money, we understand. And if McKee keeps the lid on things for two years, he's going to have an advantage that he kept the piece. And you're trying mm. to run and catch up. Is that why you got in so early? You got to no. make up the money and you got to make it the ground?
0: No, it's really about being honest with people about what are your intentions. Okay. Um, you know, I think I proved in 2014 that you don't need to have the most money to win. Uh, you know, it's, uh, you just have to, have to be true and, and, and be fair with, with the Rhode Island voter.
1: Okay, let's work our way through the punch list, so to speak, <laughs> of things. Um, would you continue with the truck tolls? Do you think that's a good idea?
0: I think they're here and and, and we need to continue like, with
1: them. You're not taking them down. No. We've already said you're for legalized marijuana. What about the Superman building in Providence? You know, mm-hmm. I know that's a city issue, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, the go- you have to look at it every day <laughs> from your office should you prevail. And that thing is kind of the center of Rhode Island, I guess, really. And look at it, look at it. I know. What do we do with it?
0: I don't know. I mean, I think that we need to, you know, continue to work at it. I know that there's a lot. I, I look forward to having conversations with the community about, you know, how to best do that. Yeah. Um, you know, and but also be fair to the fact that, you know, Certain corporate interests took, took, a, took a, a, a venture that yeah. didn't work out for them.
1: Do you have any ideas? Maybe stick all the state offices in there, <laughs> I heard, and like, consolidate? Yeah. No, nothing no. like that. How about Kennedy Plaza? It's an ISO with the buses and the whole.
0: I think that's really, um, you know, for the next mayor of Providence, and it'll be yeah. interesting to see how that works out. Um, I see the state, uh, at, you know, being able to support the city. It's a capital city. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that, that we invest in infrastructure as we do across the state um, and be fair about that.
1: You know, every uh, once a month I do ask the registry on my radio program and once a a week I do ask the DOT Uh and I usually preface it saying if you pay your taxes and you behave Mm -hmm. in Rhode Island, all you're really interested in is the registry and the roads. Mm -hmm. Would you be a fill the pothole kind of a governor? Collect the trash, fill the pothole and get what people who behave really want.
0: I think think that people want a government that works for them and I think one of the challenges that we've seen across the years and the Mm -hmm. time that I've been here is that that people don't feel that they're gonna get a fair shake out of government. Um, when they come to my office now at the Department of State, yep. it's a completely different experience. So I do want to work with our state government, with our state employees, with our you know, Rhode Islanders to reconfigure the way government is working. I mean, even the agencies that you just mentioned, right? Yep. Buda, DCY, yep. like, if we started a government from scratch, you and me, would that be how we would organize them? Maybe,
1: maybe not. I'd be, Technology. A, I'd be a benevolent dictator. Yeah. They say that's the best woman uh, government.
0: No. no, it's not. No, you don't no, think so? No, no. Right. Democracy's always better.
1: Okay. Uh, would you provide driver's licenses for illegal immigrants?
0: Uh, I know. the issue. Yeah, I, I know. And and I think I'm glad to see that the, that the legislature's finally tackling that issue. Yes, driver's licenses are not a citizenship document. They're a measure of how, you know, you know whether or not you know how to you know, transit on our highways
1: and byways. But it's also a, a divisive social issue because people, some people say you broke the law to get in here, you don't belong here, and we certainly shouldn't reward you with a driver's license. A driver's license is a privilege.
0: Well, I don't know. I don't think, think of it as a privilege. It's actually something that proves that you know how to drive uh, on the
1: roads. But it is considered a privilege, and even by yeah. Rhode Island's terms. So you'll be okay with that? I'd be fine. Well, let's talk about that because that often comes with the Latino <laughs> spectrum of, uh, of issues. Now, you're a Latina. Mm-hmm. And uh, I looked at 17%, last time I checked, 17% of the state is, is Latino. Uh, but, of course, that includes young children and people who can't vote. Well, what, what is all this uh, attention to Latinos? Tell me. Bring me up. Inform Maybe. me. Are you, are you going to be the one with, Gene, we're taking over and we are the ones you must cater to? Because it seems that Governor McKee is very... Interested in that. He has Sabina Matos everywhere he goes with her. So let's talk about it. No, what is I it?
0: think what it shows is, you know, I mean the question is had I not put my name forward, had I not been spoken to, you know, would uh, any of these issues be talked about? I don't know. Um, you know, the Latino community, just like the Italian American community, the Irish Americans, the Portuguese, the Cape Verdeans, the Azorians, all of these ethnic communities have had their moment in Rhode Island history. It's one of the things I love about Rhode Island. Um, you know, when I go to the Feast of St. Mary in Cranston, I'm transported to my childhood. I, it's the same st- sort of community cultural right. kind of markers. Um, and it's, it's one of the things that I love about you know this state. So, um, you know, we need to work to the benefit of all communities. It really
1: is really important. Just a footnote before I, I'm going to continue this. But you mentioned the Italian community. Yeah. Would you march in the Columbus Day parade?
0: Um, I have in the past. You would again, see, yeah, because Columbus see. has
1: become a little bit of a hot, I hot know, potato. I know,
0: and it and it's really unfortunate. Um, you know, it's um, you know I think that in this country we do need to come to terms with the with yeah. some of the racial and gender issues um, that that people are raising, and we can't be afraid of them. Um, and we need to be sensitive to, um, to having tough conversations about it.
1: But if there's a Columbus Day parade and you're invited, you would walk on? I have in the past. Okay. Let's get back to this Latino. Uh, it's become a very, very hot, uh, hot issue. Uh, and uh, clearly, Governor McKee has got Sabina Matos, wherever she goes. And she's a Latina, and Jorge Haluza may come in, and you're uh, a Puerto Rican native. Uh, so go ahead, speak to that. Do you ha- are you going to go after that and say, I'm the, I'm the real Latina in the race?
0: no why would I well, why, why do I have to define that
1: <laughs> let me let me rephrase so, so do it. you have rephrase Italian, it. wait a
0: minute. Let, do Italian politicians come and say like I'm the Italian guy uh, like,
1: yes they used to uh, yes they did
0: oh okay
1: yeah no, they no, did. no we, we, uh, that's no okay. secret they played to that but Look, well, hey, let me rephrase okay. the question to All be right. fair we're paying a lot of attention to yeah. Latinos and Latinas and mm-hmm. I have two who are running, and mm-hmm. I've got, clearly Governor McKee is paying a lot of attention to Sabina Matos. So there's something going on with the Latino population as far as their influence in this race is going. There, so there's I just want you to address that. Yeah, no,
0: I know, It's there's 17% of the population, like you said, of the state. Um, and, and, I, and, I, and I see them, you know, you can see my track record in that community. I've right. been a leader, yes, in the Latino community, but I've also been on the board of nonprofits like you know United Way or the Women's Fund of Rhode Island. I've also been active in women's issues. Mm-hmm. So I just see it as one more part of who I am okay. and you have to be true to yourself. If you're going to run for office, I think those are the best elected officials. Those who are true to who they are.
1: Okay, we have two minutes. Let's talk about the state takeover of the Providence schools. Would you support invoking the Crowley Act to give the teachers a contract and end the mediation you know, here? Take this and live with it.
0: That situation right now is right now, as we speak, under negotiation. And I don't believe that we should be talking about it until they're done with those oh,
1: negotiations. Oh no, no, no. Well, that's that's yes. too, no. That's too easy. Now. Jorge uh, Lorza says give it to them. Uh, Governor McKee says, well, no, let's mediate. Now mm-hmm. you want to run, and that's going to be your baby. Would you support just giving I, them the Crowley Act?
0: I believe that education is absolutely one of the number one issues facing the state. And it's, yes, about Providence Public Schools, but it's right. about North Kingston, it's about Narragansett. We have to be able to deliver a quality educational system, no matter where you are, quality education, no matter where you are, yeah. and, but, the, but, but this confrontational approach is not good. We need to be able to, kind of like what I've done at the Department yeah. of State with the State Archives. I didn't impose like, oh, we should have a mandated civics curriculum. I said, teachers, what do you guys need? Like, let me know, and I will provide that for you. And that's the kind of okay. leadership that I think our state needs.
1: You're taking a pass on that because uh. you're not giving me an answer. Uh, the governor says with mediation. Jorge Alois says give him the Crowley Act. And you don't want to go either way? Are, I only are have are a two minute people,
0: left. Those are two people who are actually in those seats to make those decisions. I believe that that is a tinderbox right now and that the responsible thing to do is to let those players act on it Uh, in in the way that they need to. But education, Gene, is Mm -hmm. absolutely key, as is housing, as is global climate change. Those are the issues that all are leading into a local economy, and we need to have a different way of doing things, and I believe that I'm the candidate that can do that.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna put that down. You're good with continuing mediation. I have to hold it there. That appears to be a fair assessment. You're good with continuing what we're doing. I've gotta hold it there, but thank you for coming in. Let's save something for the next time. Okay. (laughs) Secretary of State Nelly Grabea.